Hey, what is going on guys? DK, back at you with another video here for a final look breakdown of the week 16 NFL main slate on DraftKings, guys. NFL is winding down, at least the regular season that is. Um, but before we get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I made daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports sites. I do want to say thank you guys again. The support recently has been absolutely insane. If you guys do enjoy this content, would really appreciate it. If you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. If you guys cannot watch these videos, I do upload an Apple podcast, link down below. Um, if you guys are interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that now on patreon.com. You guys can check out the packages if you're interested. Also, link down below. And finally, I want to thank PrizePix for sponsoring the show. If you guys aren't familiar with PrizePix, it's a site we can bet on player player props. Sorry, I can't talk. So you're betting over, under, and player projections. Um, yeah, if you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. That's DKDFS, all one word. Also, link down below. Uh, you can get 100% match up to $100 if you do use my code. So you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. Uh, yeah, so it's a win-win. But um, yeah, with that all out of the way, guys, let's jump into the video. So uh, before we talk about players and the prices for this 10-game slate, let's take a look at the Vegas odds real quick. So um, we have Falcons, Chiefs. This one is the highest over-under of the slate. At 53 over-under, Chiefs are 10.5-point favorites. We have Bears, Jags, a 47 over-under. The Bears are 7.5-point favorites. Bengals and Texans are 46 over-under. The Texans are 7-point favorites. Browns, Jets, 47.5 over-under. Uh, the Browns are 10-point favorites. We have Colts, who have Steelers, a 43 over-under. The Colts are one-point favorites. Giants, Ravens, a 44 over-under. The Ravens are 10-point favorites. Panthers, Washington, a 41.5 over-under. Washington's one-point favorite. Washington are one-point favorites. Uh, Denver and the Chargers is 49 over under. The Chargers are three and a half point favorites. Rams and Seahawks are 47 and a half over under. The Seahawks are one point favorites. And with Eagles, Cowboys, 49 and a half over under. The Eagles are three point favorites. So let's start with quarterback. And well, just the slate in general, I, I think there's not a ton of standout plays. And, you know, there's obviously value with, with guys with injuries right late in the season. So for me, I, when, when when there's slates like this where there's not a ton of like clear standout plays, I kind of just gravitate towards the guys at the top, right? So who's who's a guy like that? Patrick Mahomes at 8.5K. Um, matchup against Atlanta is fantastic. Um, we know he has such a high floor, plus the high ceiling, plus the matchup's great, and the fact that, again, there's, there's not a ton of like standout plays. So like for me, I think it makes sense to just, you know, go team jam him in with the Chiefs passing attack. Um, so I, I do really like Mahomes. I like him in both formats. There's enough value we'll go over to get him in there. So, um, yeah, really, really do like Mahomes if you can get to him. Lamar Jackson at 8K, firmly in play as well. And he's in play because of his rushing upside. Passing ability hasn't been great, right? They're just not throwing the ball a ton. So the Ravens wide receivers or tight ends, like I don't have a ton of interest in. Um, you know, Lamar at 8K, again, he has a 26, 37, and 30 fans points the last three games. So, like, he is finally, like, stepped up here. But, like, if I'm going to spend up, I think I feel a little bit more comfortable with Lamar Jackson than I do. Um, or I feel more comfortable with Patrick Mahomes than I do Lamar Jackson. Uh, Deshaun Watson at 7-6. So, I guess the issue I have here is they're playing Cincy, and they're actually seven-point favorites. So, you know, the reason I always love Deshaun Watson is because they're always playing from behind. This is a game they're probably going to be playing from ahead, uh, surprisingly. So, you know, do they rely on the ground game a little bit more? Possibly. Uh, but positives with Watson are three of the last four games, 36, 24, 27 fancy points. He's been running the ball a bit more. Um, and the matchup is good against Cincy. So Watson is a viable play in the mid-range. Uh, but again, a little, 
There is some risk just because I'm not fully confident the Bengals can score a ton of points, uh, even even though Houston has a terrible defense. Um, then we have Herbert at 7-4, like Russell Wilson at 7-3. I think they're fine plays, but probably not going to prioritize them. Hurts intrigues me at 7K just for the reason of he's running the ball a ton. He is, right? 106, 63 yards on the ground. You know, completion percentage hasn't been great, averaging about 50% completion percentage. But matchup's good, plus the fact, again, that he's running the ball a lot more. Um, makes makes Hurts, even at 7K, I think a viable play. So someone I'm looking to in the mid-range there. Big Ben is fine at 6-4. They're going to throw the ball a ton. He really hasn't had a ton of upside in this. Pittsburgh offense has not looked great recently. Um, they are getting James Conner back. Maybe a slight boost to the offense. But, yeah, I think he's okay. I'm probably not going to get to him. Um, a couple cheap plays I want to mention. So Jared Goff at 5'9", Matt Ryan at 5'8". Both these guys are viable because of the matchup. Uh, Goff playing Seattle. Uh, Seattle struggles defensively. Um, he's priced under 6K. I think he's a decent option. They are missing Cam Akers too, so maybe they'll rely on his arm a little bit more. I think Goss a viable uh, value play. Now, Matt Ryan, more suited for GPPs um, just because the floor with him has been so low besides that last week where he finally, finally had a decent week. Um, the reason I think he's in play is they're going to be playing from behind this one. Like almost 95% chance they will be playing from behind. Uh, Chiefs are going to put up a ton of points most likely, so Falcons will, will try to have to as well. Um, and they, they should have to air it out. So Matt Ryan... Uh, below 6K, I think is definitely a, a viable play, but more suited for GPPs for me. Below that, there's not a ton I'm super excited, but like Bridgewater is 5.3K, but you know, the matchup is not necessarily the best. I think he's okay, he's, he's in play just because of the price, like 5.3 does feel a little bit cheap for him. You know, the Washington quarterback situation with um, Smith versus. Uh, Haskins, I don't think whoever ends up starting, um, I don't know if I want to get to either of them. I think that's it, really. So, again, for me, like I'm gravitating towards Mahomes here just because there's not a ton of standout plays. I think Watson does intrigue me here, but a little pricey. And again, a little worried that Cincinnati might not be able to score a ton of points here. I think Hurts is, is a decent play in the mid range just because of his rushing ability. And then a couple viable cheap plays, you know, guys like Goff, guys like Matt Ryan. I think you can look to them. You can throw a Trubisky in there too because of the good matchup. Um, but that's really it for quarterback. Let's move on to running back. So, same thing I'll say about running back. Um, there's just there's not a ton of like standout plays, really. Like, we have Nick Chubb at, priced at the top at 7-8. So, McCaffrey's doubtful. Don't expect him to go. Chubb's at 7-8. They're still going to give Kareem Hunt some touches. Now, Chubb is their number one back. Not a ton of involvement in the passing game, but the, they're playing against the Jets, so they should be playing from ahead. You could see a big game here from Chubb. But you kind of need the touchdowns, right? He's got lucky on the touchdown variance last four weeks. 1-2-1-1. One, one, one. So, five touchdowns last four games for Chubb. You can't always bank on the touchdowns, right? So, that is the risk with Chubb. There is there is some risk because he kind of is touchdown dependent. But again, Cleveland should be putting pad there against the Jets, and they are running first team. So you could definitely see an upside game there from Chubb. Now, Dave Montgomery is a guy I've been all over like the last five weeks. And the, the Dave Montgomery haters have been really silent, right? You remember early in the year, everyone ripping on him for, you know, Dave Montgomery gets just three yards every single play. He's a really talented running back. He is. Um 28, 27, 27, 32 fancy points the last four games. He's involved in the passing game. The matchup's good here against Jacksonville. Jacksonville really does struggle. So even at 7-7, I think Montgomery firmly, firmly in play here in both formats. Eckler at 7-6. They kind of took it easy on him a little bit. That last game against the Raiders. Um, not in the injury report for this one. So I think he'll be full go. 
um, you know, again, involved involved in the passing game, also in the running game. So Eckler is a guy I think is viable in both formats. Now, Jonathan Taylor uh, against Pittsburgh, the, the matchup is, isn't the best here. Um, again, he is getting uh, a majority of the carries, though. Like, my Hines will still fill in here and there, but Taylor, I think, more suit for GPP play. Miles Sanders is 7K. They're still almost not giving him a ton of carries for 10, 14, 17 carries now. Like I said, the matchup is good here against Dallas. Um, involved in the passing game a little bit. So, again, I think he's like an okay play in the mid-range. Got under modern James Robinson status. Also, Zeke and Antonio Gibson. Like, if, if Zeke is out, we can look to guy like Tony Pollard at 6'5", even though it's priced up. I think he's firmly in play because he should be out the majority of the game. So, got to monitor that. With Gibson, um, again, got to keep an eye on that one. Um, if he's out, let's go to Washington. If he's out, you know, it'll kind of be Peyton Barber, early down back, McKissick more of the third down back. So, that's something to keep an eye on as well. Um, and then with, yeah, with Robinson, let's go to Jacksonville really quick. Uh, where's the Jags? So if Robinson's out, I mean, we have Ogunbale or Ozigbo. Um, Got to monitor, like, who who would end up picking up a start. If Robinson is out, I think you could look to either of these guys just because they're min-price. But, again, I would probably prefer the guy who ends up starting. Yeah, Mike Davis, again, he's a fair play in the mid-range. No McCaffrey. He's involved in the passing game. I think he's 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 okay. I'm probably not going to get to Chris Carson, 6-4 against the Rams. Again, no Cam Akers, so we'll talk about the Rams backs. They're going to utilize both, so it makes it a little bit tricky to nail down which one. Um, is going to have like the good game here, but great matchup. Again, Henderson Brown, both pretty cheap. So I think you can take a shot on one of those guys for GPPs for sure. Again, both those guys should kind of split the work. Other options at running back, like J.K. Dobbins at 6'2 and 14 carries, but he's also got kind of lucky with the touchdown variance with four touchdowns the last four games. That's not going to continue. And he's no real involvement in the pass game. Baltimore just doesn't pass the ball a ton. So if Dobbins does not get in the end zone, he's most likely not going to get you there. That's why I'm more suited for a GPP play. David Johnson had a crazy 11 catches and 11 targets that last game. Probably not going to expect that again. Um, now, this is a matchup that you know they should be playing from ahead. So I think he's a decent play. I mean, he could go for like 15 to 20 carries in the ground, maybe a couple targets as well. So um, yeah, David Johnson is is someone I'm looking to in the mid-range. Now, no Clyde Arts for Lair. I think Le'Veon Bell is also in play at 5'8". Um, you know, he will get a little bit involved in the passing. game. matchup's great here, so and he should get, you know, a majority of the touches uh, at running back. So Le'Veon is someone I think is, is a nice play there in the mid-range. Let's see, other options. So Denver, Denver's also a little bit beat up at running back. No Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman questionable. It is a revenge game narrative too, so, like, I don't really love Denver's offense, but if Melvin Gordon's like the only back on the team, I think he is actually makes for a pretty nice play in the mid range. Again, involved in the passing game. Um, also revenge game narrative. If you're into that. So I do kind of like Melvin Gordon, in the mid range, uh, again, not a lot of competition for touches there with Philip Lindsay, uh, out of the, out of the picture for this week. And then if we scroll down a little bit more, I think geo is actually in play kind of just out of nowhere. So he struggled the last game when Dallas fumbled, they limited his snaps. And then in a tough match against Pittsburgh, he goes for 25 carries. And he looked good. Um, so what are we going to get from Geo? I think it's somewhere in between this like 3 and 25 carries. I would say, you know, probably 10 to 15 carries maybe. And then a couple targets as well. It's just against the Cincinnati offense playing with like third string quarterback is a little shaky. But yeah, he's below 5K. I think he's he's someone you could look to for value. And that's probably it. I think we went over all the injuries as well. You know, if if then statements, right? So yeah, that's it for running back end. Like I said, there's there's not a lot of like standout plays here. So let's move on to wide receiver. Tyreek Hill's at 9K. But 
This guy has enormous upside. Matchup's fantastic. They have him listed as questionable. I assume he's going to go. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely in play in GPPs. Calvin Ridley with no Julio Jones has been really solid. Um, eight catches and 12 targets, 10 catches and 14 targets. Like when Atlanta's throwing, they're looking Calvin Ridley's way. They should be playing from behind this one. I do like Ridley. I kind of like this game as part of a game stack. Um, obviously, that'll be somewhat popular, but you, you know, you could go like Mahomes and either Hill or Kelsey and run it back with Ridley. There's just, there's not a ton of like, again, standout plays. So I kind of like that for a GPP build. Like the Seattle receivers, I'm probably not going to get to them against the Rams. Keenan Allen, they limited him the last game. We'll see. Got to monitor that. Allen Robinson is at 7 7. Um, matchup solid here. He He's also listed as questionable. I assume he'll go. If not, I mean, we can look to a guy like Darnell Mooney for value. I think he's still a viable play either way. Now, with Woods and Cup, I kind of like them at 7K and 6.6K respectively. Matchup's great here against Seattle. Um, and if no Cam Akers, maybe they'll rely on the, the, the passing attack a little bit more. So both these guys, I think, are firmly in play in the mid range. Like them both. Uh, other options of wide receivers. So Terry McLaurin's doubtful. I think this is where we can get some value. We'll talk about both Sims, Cam Sims, and Steven Sims. Uh, both are really, really cheap. So I think we can look there for value. Again, we'll get to that. I like the Pittsburgh receivers. Um, I know the offense has been struggling, but they're just throwing the ball a ton. Deontay's the guy that has the most upside, even though he struggles with the drops. Juju, Claypool are, are viable plays as well. Um, you know, Brandon Cooks at 6'2". He's the number one wide receiver. Um, you know, Houston does throw the ball a ton and the matchup is pretty solid here against the Bengals. So he's had like subpar games, 12, 13, 11, 11 fantasy points. I think he's a decent play in the mid range does still have upside with the Carolina receivers. We have DJ Moore, we have Anderson, we have, um, Curtis Samuel. I think my favorite point per dollar play is probably Samuel. I think he's the safest just because he's been getting consistent targets. No McCaffrey. He'll get some carries too. DJ Moore finally coming on recently though. Uh, you know, 11, 9, 8 targets. He's had some big games. Uh, and then Robbie Anderson kind of cooling off after the hot start. All three are in play. I think the safest probably Samuel for his price. And the guy the most upset at the moment right now is DJ Moore. Probably not going to look to TY against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, the Dallas wide receivers are fine plays against Philly, but no one really stands out as an amazing play for me, at least. Um, other options at wide receiver Cincinnati. So T. Higgins, again, good matchup, but questionable quarterback play. Um, Tyler Boyd's already out, so he should probably be their number one wide receiver. I think he's a decent play there as a cheaper option. I don't really trust the Philly wide receivers. They just mix in too many guys. No one plays more than like 50 to 60% of the snaps. The only guy I really have confidence in is Dallas Goddard as a tight end. Um, other options, a wide receiver. I mean, Crowder is pretty cheap at 4-5 out of the slot. I mean, he'll get some decent targets, but you never feel great about playing any of the Jets guys. Um, then we'll get to some cheap wide receivers. I think there's actually a decent amount in play here, like Mooney at 4K. Play in play either way because the matchup of Allen Robinson surprisingly gets ruled out. Then I think he gets uh, he looks like one of the top value plays of the slate. Other options of wide receiver. Let's see again the Jets wide receivers: Pearman, Mims, Crowder are all pretty cheap. I think they're they're viable value plays. I do kind of like like Judy and um, here, let's go to Denver really quick. Denver wide receivers are really cheap. I know their offense has also been struggling, but you know Jerry Judy below four K. I know he's been struggling recently, but he's still a talented wide receiver. Like Hamler out of slot at 3-2. These guys do seem a little bit underpriced. So I do have interest in, in, in the Denver receivers with Judy with Hamler. I think they are a little bit too cheap, even though the offense has been struggling recently. Other wide receiver plays, cheaper options. Again, the Sims. I want to mention Washington with McLaurin doubtful. Um, Cam Sims is already playing basically the entire game, so I like him. I assume Steven Sims will probably be the guy that gets the biggest boost. So both the Sims, I do like for value. Prefer Cam if you can get him at 3-3. Uh, Steven Sims, again, at min price. I think definitely, again, those guys look pretty decent for value just because um, with you know with a guy like Terry McLaurin out of the offense who demands like a, a huge target share, those targets have to go somewhere. So um, I do like both the Washington wide receivers here for value. 
And then below that, that's probably it for me. So uh, let's move on to tight end. Tight end Kelsey at the top. I like him. I know 8-5 is a lot, but I think there's enough value you can get him in there. So if you want to just take the team jam in approach and go Mahomes and, and go either Hill or Kelsey, I think that's a nice way to go about the slate. It's a safe way. Um, the targets are just fantastic with him. 30, 30, and 22 fancy points last three games. Um, not a lot of bad things to say about Kelsey other than the price. Andrews at 5-7. I just don't trust the Ravens passing attack. Now, Logan Thomas, I do like a 4-9. No McLaurin. He had 15, yes, 15 targets the last game. And he's playing the entire game. They're thin at wide receiver with no McLaurin. I think Logan Thomas is a nice play here, kind of in the mid-range of tight end. I don't mind Font either. Um, he is a little bit more pricey than those Denver wide receivers, but he's also been more consistent recently. So, yeah, the Denver uh, you know, receivers and Font, I think, are firmly in play. Henry's on the COVID list, but looks like he'll be activated uh, before the, the start of this week or before the games. Other options, I do kind of like Dallas Goddard. Again, he's the only Philly wide receiver or you know receiver I have interest in, even though it's a tight end. Uh, 10, 7, 6, 8 targets. He's playing basically the entire game. Matchup's good. So Goddard is the guy I would look to for Philly if, if you're going to pair someone with a guy like Jalen Hurts. Other options, don't hate Hayden Hurst at 3-4. Again, still no Julio Jones. You know, targets have been a little up and down, 8-4, 3-5, but still out there a good amount of the game. I think he's a fine, cheap play. Dalton Schultz, 2-3-2. Two, two. Again, he's still out there majority of the game. Targets have been going down for him, but still think you can punt with him if you want to. Don't hate Ertz either at 3-1. Uh, he is playing majority of the game as well now. Had seven targets the last game. I think Goddard is their more talented tight end at the moment, but Ertz is a little bit cheaper. Other options at tight end, Cole Komet. You know, targets went down. Jimmy Graham uh, got a little bit more involved that last game, so he's a little riskier. But I think that's really it for me for... Tight end. So let's finish up with defense. Um, let's start at the bottom. So I'm not going to get to the Falcons. Uh, Jets against the Browns. Again, you can like punt w- with some of these defenses. I'm trying to think of one, like, see if one really stands out. Not necessarily, but again, like defense is such a high variance position. I always mention this that I think you can just punt, punt with defense and hope it doesn't kill you. But like the defense is at the top. Like obviously the Browns look pretty good against the Jets, who always struggle offensively um the bears too i think they're they're okay just because they're a solid defense but yeah there's there's not a lot of like standout defensive plays like i, I think the ravens are actually solid at 4k but again you got to pay premium for them rams are a really good defense but they're going up against the seahawks a little uneasy there yeah really there, there's not a ton of of just standout defenses i think on this slate so i think go with what works through their lineup um, you know, if you have enough salary left, left over, obviously, you know, spending up is a little safer, uh, but if you have to punt with the defense, I don't think it's the worst idea and just hope they don't kill you. Uh, but yeah, that's really going to wrap up for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. Hit the like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos. You don't know go live as always for the main site, guys, I'll be live one hour before lock to go over everything. So make sure to check out the live stream tomorrow morning. Uh, thanks again. I hope you guys have a great day and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.